What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the One Word Podcast. Today, we've got Josh Lane in the studio with J. Mike Johnson from Tampa, Florida with the Friendship Company. J. Mike's going to talk to us for two episodes about friendship. In part one, we're going to hear about influence, loyalty, and trust. And I promise you, you want to listen. If you guys enjoy this episode or any of our other ones, please share it with your friends on social media. Give us a rating. Leave us a review if you haven't done that already. And we can't wait to hear what J. Mike's got to say today. So buckle up. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the One Word Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We've got J. Mike Johnson in the building. Come on, J. Mike. Josh, thanks for having me, man. We've been talking about this for like two years, a year now. Why have y'all been in business? Seriously, a long time. So since y'all been in business, we've been talking about jumping on the podcast. So it's an honor and privilege, and I'm excited. Definitely. And before we dive in, I mean, J. Mike, you've had a big influence on One Word. You've you've had a huge help and, and jumped in on some projects and stuff. And then you've actually started the Friendship Company. Yeah, so man. So come on. That's uh, awesome, man. Yeah, it's been uh, obviously learned from... Uh, some of the things, hardships you went through and, and was able to kind of sit back and be like, well, I'm going to do that and well, maybe I won't do that. And so it's uh, thankfully learned from uh, your mistakes, but also your successes. So I've been able to kind of to ride your wake on that one. So I'm grateful for you as well. Sweet. Well, appreciate it, Jim. I appreciate the kind words, but uh, today is a special episode on friendship because mm-hmm. you're the expert on friendship. Expert's friendship a strong code. word. Expert's a strong <laughs> word, but I, I feel like I am learned on friendship by now. So Come on. So dude, tell us a little bit before we dive in and talk about some of the different elements of friendship and the words that you associate with it. Uh, tell us a little bit about the story about what made you passionate about friendship. Right. So Friendship Company was founded by myself and my best friend, Seth King. He and I went to Stanford University together. And so we met his freshman year, my sophomore year, and immediately just kind of hit it off. There was something about it, uh, the, I guess that connection, love at first sight, some may say, I don't know, <laughs> friends at first sight, whatever the word or terminology might be. But we immediately became very close. I think we both had a passion for just serving others uh, and, and, and doing gospel ministry. And, and that's where we really hit it off. And so uh, I would say within the first couple months, we got extremely close and and so that friendship developed all the way through my, you know, the rest of my time at Sanford, his time at Sanford. He now lives in Decatur, Alabama, where he's a youth pastor, and I obviously live in Tampa, Florida. And so uh, it's one of those things where distance, we're doing a long-distance relationship right now, I guess, if you will. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we've been through so much together. We've gotten to go on incredible trips. Um, him and I went to Hawaii together when I graduated college. Uh, we... Um, have been to some like incredible sporting events together and, and all these cool places that we've gotten to do. And so when when COVID first happened, we were like, you know, let's we're bored. Let's go on Instagram Live and start doing IG lives, right? So we started doing like brackets, but the most absurd like questions or brackets that oh, you could. These were legendary. Yeah, you know, so you had like well, who was the best chicken tenders in yep. in the the fast food market? Who won that one? Do you uh, remember? Guthrie's. Wow. Guthrie's. So if you're not That's familiar with Guthrie's, it's, it's like Southeast. So. Okay. Um, it gave Canes a run for its money. So it was wow. Canes and Guthrie's in the finals, Guthrie's. And we like to say, opinions aren't facts, but facts do change opinions. And that was, was our show was opinionated. So it's all based about our opinions, right? So we started doing those, and people were like watching. And were we're like, we're like, why I tuned are, in. We're I like, why them. are you wasting your time watching this? <laughs> was really the main question we had. But 
what we realized and 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 through that was that people were looking for conversations people were lonely right and so they saw two people having a good time and two people cutting up with each other and they saw our friendship and i think that shined through in the in the brackets uh, as goofy as they may have been but when we were asked during those brackets, it was it was almost like I get a DM being like, I wish I had a friend like you and Seth. You know, I wish I had a friend like Seth, or I wish I had a friend like J. Michael. Seth and I were both receiving these conversations all the time. Wow. And so we were like, you know, we should start a podcast about like opinionated because people like this. And then we were having a conversation one day, and Seth was like, No, like the podcast is our friendship. Like that's it. Like let's just talk about friendship. That's what we're both passionate about. And so it was all about showing people that there's more than just the fun trips or the IG lives Mm -hmm. or things like that. There's, there's tough times. There's, uh, you know, choices that have to be made, uh, to invest in those friendships. And, and that's what makes them special is a long process. And yes, we, you know, like I said, we had an immediate connection where we, um, you know, hit it off, like off the bat, but at the same time, there was years of investment in, yeah. in growth and accountability and challenging, all those good things uh, that come with friendship. And, and so we we're like, let's start a company, start a podcast, start merch. It's all about just cultivating friendship in a world that says, oh, you can do it on your own. Like, you don't need nobody. It was like, no, I, community is important. Community yep. is necessary. And life is more fun when we're doing it together. So Amen. that's where that's where it all came from. But what do we start with an IG live of debating Disney movies and chicken tenders? So. <laughs> I love it. And, and thanks for giving us a little bit of a, a preview there to kind of mm-hmm. some of the things we'll talk about today. But um, Jay and Mike, we're, we're live here in Tampa, and it's fun to be together. We've said we needed to be together. Uh, Finally. So we're, we're excited. And I came over here to speak for Jay and Mike's Young Adults Group. And uh, I said, part of the deal is I'm only coming if I get you on my podcast. <laughs> so Nick's out this week and Jay Mike is Come in. Come on. Come but, on. But, uh, man, dude, we're excited. And, and Jay Mike and I, we've been able to connect with each other because of our dads, uh, both being in the baseball chapel world. And uh, Jay Mike has, has always been a little older than me and so always a guy I can look up to and uh, just a guy that it does it the right way and loves the Lord and is a great friend. So I uh, appreciate your friendship. Well, I appreciate you, man. You're one, I tell people all the time you're one of the most encouraging people I've ever met in my life. And I always try to try to be more encouraging after conversation with you and just how uplifting you are. So I'm grateful for that as well. So well, thanks, pump Mike. you up on your own podcast a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, so what words are we talking about today? You guys picked some words yeah. when you started the Friendship Code. Yeah. And uh, so give, a, give, our, give all of our listeners the words we're going to dive into today, and then we'll go through it. Well, like I said, I, or like Josh said, I helped out kind of in the beginning of one word and, and some of the marketing strategy that they put together. And I said, well, if one word is working really well for Josh, I need seven, right? Let's just, <laughs> let's just add, you know, let's add as many words as we can, right? And so our seven, we call them core values, basically. Love and it. so these are principles, these are uh, almost like, anchors that you can apply to friendships you can apply to dating relationships you can apply them to marriages you can apply apply it to co-workers you can apply these words to anybody they're not uh solely based on you know based for friendship but you can really apply them in your relationship that you have in your life but we just chose to apply them to friendship and and look at them in the context of friendship so i have to state that first but the seven words are influence loyalty Trust, honesty, empathy, accountability, and love are our seven words. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's dive in. Let's what's, what's the first word? So the first word is influence. Mm. Influence. Tell us a little more about influence and why you guys picked this word. Yeah, so influence was one of those things of 
if you're like me, you know, your parents teach you these life lessons after you get in trouble or something like that. And, and so influence was one that I just had this reoccurring thing in my, in my head of my dad would always say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And it, that's not, you know, unique to my dad, but it was just something he always said. Like he coached baseball and, and he would say, that kid didn't have good friends. I knew that was going to happen. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. So on and on. I heard that all the time. And, and so it's, it's something as, you know, they say you're an average of the, your top five friends. That's that you're an average of that number, uh, the type of people they are, the things they do, their, their energy, their work ethic, you tend to be an average of that. So um, we were like, you're going to be influenced by the people around you. So is that influence positive or negative? Now that influence could be like, if you look across the table right now, like there's a rip in my jeans. When I first met Seth King, I never would have had ripped jeans. Like that was crazy. Boot cut only, like nothing, you know, nothing tight around the ankle. I got skinny ankles. We weren't trying to show that off. So we had boot cut. We were keeping it as, as loose as we can. Look at Seth's influence. Seth's influence. Um, but I will say like Seth, now last year I can say watched every single Braves game. He, 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 he watched in the shortened season, watched all the Braves games. And I would like to believe that's because of my influence, my love for baseball. And he was always been a Braves fan, but I kind of pushed him back in to baseball. So there was influence there. But there's also, you know, you could call that positive. Maybe you don't like skinny jeans and, and you could call that a negative influence. <laughs> it depends who you ask, right? Um, but there's positive and negative influence. And so when we look at influences, you are going to be influenced by your friends. Whether you know it or not, whether you, you say there's no way I'm going to be influenced by these people – if you spend time with someone long enough, you're going to start saying their catchphrases. You're going to start saying um, some of the slang that they have. You're going to start uh, acting the same way they do. You're going to start doing the same thing. You know, you guys, you're going to influence each other. So we we sit back and say, is that influence positive or is it negative? And is it evident? Like, can I see that? What am I seeing? And so um, that's that's kind of the big thing for for influence is uh, you know you're going to be influenced. Are these people going to influence you positively or negatively? That's so good, Jay Mike, and I love that you touched on. There's no such thing as neutral influence. That's mm-hmm. that's like an oxymoron. That's that's not real. So exactly. I mean, you talk about influencing someone positively or negatively. What are good measurements for that? How can we tell how we're influencing someone and how we are being influenced? Right, and the, the, I would say ask the people you know closest. Like you got to have um, you know people around you that they can speak truth in your life, kind of almost like your own. Uh, advisory board if you will people in your life that you know you can trust and they can tell you the truth and so for me there was a point where i had gotten some new friends and uh someone came up to me like you're you're different bro and it wasn't a good different like it wasn't like a you've been you know goofing off a little more you haven't been acting right and and that was almost a parameter of me of like oh that's not good like i'm going a direction i don't need to go and so i would say is measure you know the change around you. So if people are noticing a difference in you and that difference is negative, then I would examine, you know, what variables have changed. Is it people that have come into my life? Like are these certain people that I'm hanging around that it's not a good influence? And, you know, is it, hey man, you're you're doing a lot better lately. Like your your attitude's been better or whatever. Same thing. Excuse me, is it the, the friends you have around you? Is it, you know, the people that um, you're spending more time with? And so I would just say the, the people that know you closest will know um, and, and see those minute changes in your life. And so I would look to them and be like, hey, ever since this person's hanging around, have you seen positive growth or negative growth? Mm. And ask those. And you got to be open for feedback because sure. a lot of times you're not going to like those answers uh, yeah, if it's that's... negative. And so um, be open for feedback. But at the same time, I would say 
ask your ask the people ask your current friends right ask the people that um you know you are uh already in in community with and and they'll be able to hopefully give you a a, a positive or negative answer on that that's so good jay mike i love that you said invite that feedback because a lot of times um the feedback that we just received from people without asking is a lot of times just criticism, right? Right. But uh, if we can invite that feedback mm-hmm. and and be co- and put the walls down so that it's like nothing you say is going to hurt me. It's right. all for my benefit. It's all my best interest. That's right. so good. Mm-hmm. All right. What's our next word? So next word is loyalty. Come on, tell us about loyalty. So loyalty is: Are you choosing the friend? Or are you choosing the new shiny thing is kind of how we put it. So are you choosing the person that you've spent so much time with or are you choosing and invest, excuse me, invest in a relationship. Like we're talking like your friends should be, you know, high for me. Friendship's high on a pedestal. I have like faith, family, friends, like in Mm -hmm. that order. And some of my friends, I know you're the same way. They're brothers. Like they're, they're, they're basically, they're basically in that two slot with family. And so are you choosing the person that you've continued to build relationship with and do life with? Or are you gonna jump ship just for the person that you meet this weekend? Or you want to you want to impress someone? Are you gonna tear down your friend to impress that new person? Are you going to, um, you know, abandon your friend on a promise that you made in order to again um, maybe impress someone else that that you're just you know falling a fad or something like that? So it's it's consistently choosing to choose your friend over whatever distraction may come your way. And so what we um, use as a parameter in our relationship is we call it our, our three call system. And so it's like, you know, when, um, you miss a phone call from your mom and you got like eight missed phone calls and it's like, <laughs> Oh no, like I am in trouble. We have that in our friendship. It's like, if I have three missed phone calls from Seth, something big is happening. And so everybody calls someone like, if you're excited, everyone calls someone once, boom. Okay. He didn't answer, but I'm really excited. So I'm going to call you twice. And so that is, where most people stop. But like, so if I'm hanging out with you right now and, and you and I are doing a podcast and Seth calls me once, okay, like I'm in the middle of a podcast, like we're fine. Seth calls me twice, okay, he's just excited about something, whatever, like it's fine, hang up. But if Seth were to call me three times right now, I would say, hey, we gotta press pause real quick, like I gotta take this phone call. So it's like having that. communication and showing like, hey, this is our standard, this is our rule, yeah. and and not not like falling back on that and, and keep it to that promise. So there's been times where I abused this before where I actually, um, right now I have a mustache working. Uh, so it's probably good that we're doing this audio only for this episode. Um, but I shaved uh, chops. So basically, I don't know how to explain this. My entire face had hair, like had a beard, except for my chin. So I FaceTimed Seth three times in a row Cause I was just like, I gotta show it. Gotta to him. show him. <laughs> and so, the the normal person would have stopped it too. But I was like, I know that if I call him three Recall times, system. he's got to answer. And so he was helping like his new intern move into a family's house, or whatever. And he like runs outside. He's like, What's wrong? What's wrong? And I have like my chin covered. And I, like, I open my chin. I'm like, They look at my face. And he goes, Are you kidding me? Like you abused it. Like, <laughs> you broke the so rule. we got in a fight over it. He's fine. Like it's whatever. Um, but yeah, that's our rule. And so I mean, like so he walked out of helping an intern move in. I've walked out of, you know, a Super Bowl party. I've walked out of, um, you know, hanging out with a big group of friends. And, and it's because I prioritize that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it's committing to him even when it's difficult. It's uh, answering that phone call even when, um, you know, even when I'm like in the middle of having fun with a bunch yeah. of people. So it's, it's committing to that friendship and being loyal to him. 
Dude, that's so good. Thanks for everything you shared there. Absolutely. Uh, nothing for me to add, but just <laughs> loyalty stands out in our culture nowadays. Yeah. We, I mean, we both love the sports world, right? It seems like it's the NFL offseason right now. All these quarterbacks, no loyalty to their yeah. cities. Hey, that's all right, though. We got on. Tom Brady in Tampa. I'm wearing my <laughs> Super Bowl champ shirt we're right now. We're in Tampa. We're, we're 24 hours after they won the Super Bowl, so I'm, Dude, I'm ready to go. What a year for Tampa, side note. I mean, the lightning. Champa Bay. I mean, Champa Bay. Champa Bay. <laughs> Are you trademarking that? Uh, it's already been trademarked. I'm, I'm probably, you probably have to pay a fat royalty for that one because I used it on here. But, uh, yeah, Bolts. I got to go to World Series. Watch the Rays losing the World Series. But, but what a run by them. What a to run. To get there, it was, it was awesome. Brett Phillips, my guy. come on, your boy. My guy. Moment so, of the year. Dude. So, but, yeah, we got soccer in the in the USL Cup. We had Bucks win the championship, <sighs> Bolts win the championship, and then Rays losing the World Series. So We're here, people. We're here in Champa Bay. Champa Bay. <laughs> Title town. <laughs> I love it. So What's our next word? Our next word is trust. Oh, come on. So... To dive deeper into trust is what we say is trust must be earned. And, and, and trust is so important in relationships because without trust, there's nothing. Uh, the, the, the reason you have friends is so that you can be vulnerable with them, so that you can be yourself around them. And if I can't trust you, Josh, to be myself around you, then we don't have a relationship. If I'm hiding things from you, if I'm afraid to tell you things, then, then we're not friends. We're, you know, we got to re- we have a DTR and reevaluate what, what kind of relationship <laughs> we got going on. And so the thing about trust is without that trust, there is no vulnerability. And so what we like to say is trust is the, uh, trust is the, the currency that you and I have to pay every day to each other if we're going to be friends. So I have to trust you. You have to trust me. Otherwise, our lives are stressful. They're a nightmare. I, you know, Can I trust Josh with a secret? Is he going to go tell everybody my deepest, darkest secret? I'm stressed out because now I don't know. Like, There's all these things that we have to, to, to worry about if there is no trust. But then under trust is we, we categorize vulnerability. And so without trust, there is no vulnerability, like I said. And so vulnerability is the glue that holds the relationship together. And so when I trust you, then I can then be vulnerable with you. And when I'm vulnerable, you and I are growing deeper and deeper and deeper. And we're we're just growing together because you know my deepest, darkest secrets. I know yours. And we still still embrace each other despite those things. We still... um, have community with each other despite those things. And, and one of my favorite quotes is to be 99% known is to be completely unknown. Matt Chandler said that at Passion a few years ago wow. and it wrecked my world because there was things I was hiding from my closest friends because I was afraid, man, if they knew this, would they still, would they still love mm-hmm. me? If they knew this, would they still be my friend? Would they still think highly of me? And I had worry and stress around those things. So with trust is Without that trust, there is no vulnerability. And that's the currency and the glue that's going to hold those relationships together. And so that's why we felt like it was it had to be there because you don't have a relationship if you don't have trust. Mm, dude, that's so good. And I know you talk a lot about um, other people that kind of mentioned you and Seth. You mentioned earlier that they want what you guys have. Yeah. I think about my relationship with one of my college roommates, Alex. And people see you when you're in front of them, cutting up, having fun, mm-hmm. just loving on each other, messing around. But what they don't see is behind closed doors or the phone call or the time where you're crying with each other, Mm -hmm. you're you're helping each other walk through things, you're picking each other up, you're driving to be there, whatever it is. Right. And uh, so, man, talk about... Man, trust takes time, you said, Mm -hmm. and talk dive a little deeper on, man, how how we can build trust over time. I think this sounds crazy, right? 
you know, maybe new new theory. I'm just kidding. There's nothing new in the sun, but <laughs> it's like just don't tell other people what someone tells you, right? So when someone says, "Hey, man, I really need you to keep this between you and me," keep it between you and them. Like, mm. what a concept, right? And that's something wow. I struggle with, and because knowledge is power, right? And it, it, it feels good when someone's like, hey, I got to tell you a secret. Oh, yeah. And so, when you're in and when you're in the know. Exactly. It oh, feels good to be dangerous. in the know, right? And so now I'm at the point where someone's like, hey, man, I got to tell you something. I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like, <laughs> la, la, la. Like, cover the ears. Start yelling. Because I know that I'm going to have this almost pride of, hey, like, I know about this. I'm in the know on this. But also this urgency of like, let me tell you what I'm dealing with. My friend... Uh told me this and now I'm having to help counsel them through this situation Uh, what good is that doing for anyone else besides yourself that makes you look cool that makes you look like you know what you're talking about but you're really not being a trustworthy person when you're sharing the details of someone else's situation just to make yourself feel better because you're in the know or make yourself look like you got it all figured out because people are coming to you for advice or coming to you to, to, to lay their burdens down. And so the first step in, in earning trust is crazy. Just don't tell anybody yeah. when someone asks you, hey, can I trust you with the secret? Say yes and you may, let your yes mean yes mm. and let your no mean no. Yeah. If they say, hey, can I trust you with this? And for you, when someone tells you a secret, it's like when you have a dollar in your pocket and it's burning a hole and you know you got to spend it. Like, don't, like, trust me. Like, trust me when I say, you probably don't want to tell me what's going on. But just be wise and, and be, you know, ask yourself, hey, can I keep this secret? Can I be respectful of this person and not gossip about this or not call it venting? Yeah. And, 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 and mask gossip under venting or mask gossip oh, under good, like, it's just it, it, that's what I and I, I say that because every single word that's on here is because we struggled with it it was Oof. things that we recognized in our own lives of like I gotta get better I was the king of sticking my foot in my mouth growing up of just like you know hey you didn't get invited to this because we didn't have enough spots like oh that makes that person feel great because they didn't have enough spots they're not invited like and my mom's like we're going home and washing your mouth out with soap because you were not supposed to say that. Like, <laughs> I trusted you with that. Like, yeah. So I was the king of that. And my mom would never be able to tell me any like secrets or anything because I would always blow it. And I just learned that like, that's not how you build trust. Like You, you have to, if you say you're going to keep a secret, keep it. So That's so good. You want to be trusted, so trust. Exactly. Be a trustworthy person. Yep. Be a man or woman of your word. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Jim, Like, thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I think even just if you listen to those few minutes right there on trust, so worth your time. Goodness. J. Mike bringing the heat today with friendship, talking about trust, talking about loyalty. Those were the two that really got me. And then influence as well. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of the One Word Podcast. And this is only part one with J. Mike on friendship. So stay tuned for part two. If you found this episode helpful or insightful, make sure that you share it with a friend and hopefully it can encourage you and your friends to invest in the relationships around you. We hope you guys have a good day and as always, continue to choose it, rep it, and live it. We'll see you guys soon. Have a good one.